So you're standing in front of a double door. <laughs> Bad nerds. <laughs> Cacophony looks at the door and then looks it over for traps. Uh, make an investigation check. I am proficient in everything. Six! I notice no traps. <laughs> proficient. <laughs> I have a plus three. This door looks fine. This doesn't doesn't seem to be trapped. Alviva, can you open the door? Yeah, you want me to help you open this door? Yes, by which I mean I want you to open the door. <laughs> backup trap checker is always the one with the most hit points. Wait, 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 wait. Why does she keep backing up? <laughs> she wants me to open the door and she keeps backing up. Something wrong. There. Honestly, she got et by a rug and like... <coughs> slimes earlier today so i feel like she's a little dodgy on inanimate yeah, objects okay. <laughs> all right i'll try to open the door how do you i don't know it? if that door is going to come alive and have teeth and want to eat you okay, okay. Where did the teeth come how from? do i peek through as, this door that's my nightmares again as mm. you attempt to open the door it's locked use your new gloves <laughs> how's that gonna help there's favorite eagles. we looted for this <laughs> we looted for this aviva thievery gloves uh, how are thievery gloves gonna help me <laughs> oh, they they let you thieve. Yes, precisely. <laughs> so I like automatically pick the lock. Is that the idea? Well, you'd have to still have to roll for it, but um, but you get a huge bonus to it. Cacophony. I think you might have to lend Elvivo a bobby pin. She does. She pulls one out of her hair. Which where is she wearing bobby pins? Because her hair is totally loose right now. And she that's it over. Some, that's that's best her best. hair though. You could be lost in there for weeks. It's better that than a bodice pin at this point. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> So, uh, if you want to try and pick the lock on this, that would be just a base dexterity check, uh, plus five. Dexterity check. We really do need to buy some thieves tools at some point. <laughs> Perhaps when we escape the market, we can go to find um, a thieves tool marketeer. Like a whole market just for thieves tools? Yes, absolutely. It's a really specific store. Well, that's a six, but with the plus five you get from the gloves, that's actually a success. So, <laughs> so I successfully, what? the lock you successfully picked the lock on the door and i crack it open a wee bit just to take a peek inside what the hell, Viva? you picked the lock i knew you could do it oh. okay see so you crack the door open I a little door. bit yeah to so you can see kind of inside the room you can see what looks to be a cellar of some kind there's two great big wine barrels off at the other corner hey guys wine Ooh. <laughs> Sure, now Cacophony enters the room. <laughs> yeah, Just as Cacophony enters the room, uh, she sees it is definitely some kind of cellar. It looks a little disused. Um, there's cobwebs everywhere, and there's a spiral staircase off in the corner leading up. Cacophony goes to knock on the wine barrels to see if they're filled. They're empty. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what about these barrels over here? Mostly, the, the contents of those are either like absent or... They've gone way off. They're rotting. They're basically dust at this point. Okay, so we basically got a staircase out of this, people. A staircase out of a basement that's not being used. We're in the sewers? Do we want to go up or do we wish to go check that other tunnel? I, I for one, am fine not running into any more slime. As you guys turn back towards the door, you do notice that this side of the door is covered in stone to, and brick to mimic the surface of the wall. It's entirely possible that from inside the cellar, you can't tell there's a door there. I think we got ourselves some rum runners. <laughs> be the first time. Though they, they are very bad at running rum because they have no alcohol. Well, they're also well. They also have casks of wine, so they're super shitty at, run, at running rum. <laughs> casks of wine that are empty. See, they're just the worst. You know, they, are, they are the worst. You're right. I so we know for a fact this isn't where we came in. Yes, you know for the fact that this is not where you came in. But it looks like this place hasn't been used in a while. So I figure either we go, we double back and try to figure out where we came in so we know how to get out, or we take a very cautious peek above and see that we're not running into a secret lair for some bandits or something. That sounds, both of those sound like a good idea. And if we want to do that earlier, we could probably, if this has not been used in a while, use this as like a safe retreating point. Oh, that's a good point. I could definitely like, this, this would be a good place to chill out for a bit. Yeah, and in this in this location, unlike the earlier bank vault, we are not likely to suddenly be accosted by bandits who are upset that we are in their secret bank vault. Stealing their space fun helmets. Exactly. <laughs> Which is still gently glowing in the darkness. 
Do you want me to poke my head up first to see, make sure we're not going to have bandits coming down our, our ears? Yeah, if you want to take a quick look-see. Yeah, she goes and tries to take a quick look-see. Uh, are you trying to be stealthy here? Trying. Okay, I have not successfully check. done that yet today. She is cacophony. 26! I finally <laughs> did it. Holy crap! Wow. Stealthy. Okay, so uh, cacophony <laughs> is playing with the Fallen Gods crew right now. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So, Cacophony, you quite deftly sneak up the spiral staircase, uh, and you come to a trap door, and as you poke your head up through the trap door, you can see a cellar that's actually being used, uh, and across the room, you can see two guards flanking a door of some kind. Okay. Like, they're facing away from you, the door is open, and you can see light in the hallway uh, beyond. So they are guarding people from getting into the cellar, not out. Okay, got it. She uh, gently lowers the door then and crawls back down to Juliana and Elviva. What do we got? What'd you find out? Um, well, it looks like there is a real cellar above us. So it is like layers of cellars. And this one is actually in use with guards blocking people from getting in. And I see light beyond them. Uh, that sounds like that's more than we want to deal with with our current, with, with where our hit points are at right now. <laughs> I can agree with that. Uh, shall we go look the other direction? I I think I I vote for going back and trying one of the others. Yeah, let's keep let's let's make a note of this though. Like I'm I'm gonna like nice. I've probably got some parchment or something. I'm gonna start scribbling out just like a little map of where we've been. It's okay. like when you're in the Kokoro Forest. The what? <laughs> the Karak Forest. Whatever. The, the Oracle of the Kokoro time. Forest. Kokoro Wish. <laughs> you, mean, you know what you my Kokoro Wish is? <laughs> yes, the Lost Woods. <laughs> Do you know what my Kokoro wish is, Annie? The truest wish of my heart. <laughs> it's a video game with everything done except the art. <laughs> so you guys are backtracking to the uh, spot where the path forked? Yeah. yeah that seems okay. less less immediately deadly. Say my name, say my name. No. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Okay, we're back where we started. Yeah, well, more or less where you started. You're at, at the, the spot where the path. Beginning with you, Mackenzie. No. Yeah. What? <laughs> so the uh, the second passage, the one that leads off to the east, you can see it stretching ahead of you, and there is a path off to the south almost immediately, and further down the hallway, a path off to the north. Step forward mm. to peer that down that down that first path. Okay. Does, this hallway doesn't stretch for long to the south before it forks off to the uh, west what again, but there's also a door to Oh, something. again with the door, another door. There's a door down here, she says. We can't leave a door unopened. You no, know we us. can't. She goes to check to see if it's, if it's covered with traps. <laughs> covered with traps? Just festooned with traps. Just festooned with traps and teeth. Okay, uh, investigation check. You don't know. It could be a bathroom. Eleven. Doesn't appear to be trapped. I hate it when you say that. (laughs) Try the door handle. It is unlocked. Open the door gently and then step back. (laughs) (laughs) So you just kind of like turn the handle, push the door, and then immediately dart backwards. Yes. (laughs) Okay, as you open the door. Oh, that's nice. It opens oh. to reveal a what appears to be some kind of maintenance closet, or it was at some point, but now there's like a great big <laughs> ritual circle on the floor. Oh, ritual. Oh, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. Ritual <clears throat> Oh, no, no, no. What sort of ritual is this used for, if I can use an arcana check for that? Roll I want to try a religion check. Uh, yeah, Annie and Mackenzie, roll arcana or religion, respectively. I will do arcana first. 18 religion check. 14 arcana. Okay, um, Jiliana, you examining this, you actually kind of recognize it. This is something that some of the more powerful clerics at the temple would have been able to do. This is a uh, communion circle. This is a circle designed specifically for someone to communicate with their deity. Oh. Oh. Wait, any deity? Any deity. Well, their deity specifically. Can I tell who it's attuned to? Um, with an 18, I would say it's not a god you're familiar with. Uh, this is for talking to some god. Oh, is it a good god or a bad god? Yeah, I really couldn't tell you. I don't, it's not, it's none that I'm familiar with, but I mean, we're also in space. (laughs) Maybe it's a space god. 
Aren't they all kind of? I suppose. I do think religion <laughs> is from the sky. You, you think the sky is religion? It is. Right. I'm not wrong. <laughs> Setting that aside. <laughs> uh, why is this in a sewer? Well, nothing we can loot there, so unimportant to me. Uh, yeah, I don't see how this helps us get out of here, so let's just... <laughs> you can still search the room if you want. Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to search the room. I'll let Juliana search the room. Roll uh, investigation or perception. My perception is much better. And it's still rolled for crap. Nine. <laughs> a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone want to assist her? I don't want to do anything with this thing. I want to go away. I'm extremely <laughs> distracted by the God Circle. <laughs> uh, I can help. And okay. you said investigation. Or perception. Investigation or perception. I'll do investigation. Actually, perception's better. I'll do perception. Nope. Not one. <laughs> See, I was right. We run away. We Nat. run away. One. I'm this prepared for that ritual circle to rise up and try to eat me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys got nothing. In There's here. nothing good in nature about this, and I'm all about the nature, so let's uh, leave it behind. <laughs> is this um? Is it is it inactive or is it pretty much just ready to be switched on? To it's it's this appears to have been a one off. Like you you would have to cast like there would be a whole process. The circle being just one part of it. Uh, there would also be like burning incense, that sort of thing. And at the conclusion of the ritual, the spell itself would go off, and uh, and whoever it is who's casting the spell would be able to communicate with the deity of their choice. So what I mean is like just kind of standing on it wouldn't do anything. No, no. Okay, then on that same on that same paper, I was making some like notes um, on like a map. I'm also gonna like just do a rough sketch of the of the runes on the circle. Okay. Just to see if I can look that up later and figure out who's being worshipped in sewers here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, there is still a passage off to the west, which now that you guys are in front of the maintenance closet, you can see doesn't go for long before it turns off down to the south. Uh, do we want to go to that northern one or the southern one? I think given, and Juliana just sort of squints at her map, Given where we came in, it's likely there might not be a whole lot to the north. Let's round that one out. All right, she says, heading that way then, and moving to peek around that corner. Okay, peeking around the corner, the passageway to the north appears to be clear. Peeking around a little bit more. Are you trying to move stealthily here? Absolutely. Okay. Okay, so I got a nat one on stealth. Okay, you don't know you got an at one. No, oh. I don't. I think I'm being the ultimate stealth monster, but I'm also like really paranoid about just random things coming up <laughs> to like attack me now. Since I haven't gotten a good rest yet, I haven't come have time to relax from that. So okay. every time I step forward, I kind of jolt backward and let out kind of a slight noise. <laughs> so the passage to the north is actually a roundabout that turns south again very quickly. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> All right, which Here south we do we want to go? Well, um, uh, let's, let's go this one, I guess. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> good the other way. Let's keep going. Okay, and uh, the passage continues on to the south for a little while, and you can see it turning uh, east near the end. Wow, you can pass through walls. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no clipping Great. through the scenery. <laughs> no <Great>. speed running D&D. <laughs> Okay, uh, Cacophony, as you're turning the corner, you can see uh, a passage that actually opens up into what would be a wall, except that there's been a hole tunneled through it. And you can guess what made the hole, because as you turn the corner, you basically smack face first into some kind of tentacular beaked Ah! creature. Ah, Run away, run away! I need everyone everyone to roll initiative. (laughs) Oh my god! Sewer octopodes! I told you! (laughs) <laughs> sewer octopus right right and cacophony i'm I'm gonna rule that you're still face to face with this thing. Oh, okay yeah i got your six there cacophony you go for it <laughs> do keep in mind that um everybody uh, not not aviva but uh jillian and cacophony still have their five temporary hp yay so cacophony is up first using my feet i'm going to quickly draw both my Rapier and my, uh, and my dagger. Okay. And I'm here. I might as well double shank it. Okay. Go for it. Rapier first. 
23 hit? I assume That'll yes. Hit. Woo, that's good. <laughs> if it didn't hit, you guys piercing. would be in real trouble. <laughs> and then 15 hit? Yes. Good job, Cacophony. Uh, it's actually four damage there. Because it's my offhand, so I don't get my plus five from it. Okay. So, yep, so there we go. Uh, you <laughs> managed to shank it twice. This thing kind of writhes and screeches at you. Upon closer inspection, it appears to be like a serpentine creature. But where its snake head would be, it's instead got this great big beak ringed by four tentacles, like octopus tentacles. Octopod! <laughs> hmm. Okay. And up next is the octopod's turn. Uh, it is going to attack Cacophony because it just got shanked to fuck. Uh, does 15 hit your AC? No. Okay. Let me just double check. Yeah, it can't oh. make the second attack unless the first one hits. So that is the Grick's turn. Up next is Elviva. Okay. So this thing's in injured. Yep, it is injured. And it has acted, so you don't get advantage on your attacks, unfortunately. Okay, but I have a question. Mm -hmm. Are my swords and everything still in good shape to use? For this, yes. Yeah? If you had kept attacking the oozes, um, your weapons would have been damaged to the point where you would have started taking a penalty on, like, attack rolls and damage. Oh, okay. But because you managed to keep from hitting the ooze again with your swords, you're fine. Oh, okay. All right. Here go the shards. 19 is going to hit. That's 8 slashing damage. However, it does appear to be resistant to your weapon attacks so far. How come? It's got a pretty, it's got a pretty thick hide. Well, I took two slashes at it with the two swords, right? Uh, yeah, second, the second one is a 16. That also hit. That's 10 slashing damage. Halved to 5 because it has resistance. However, it's still pretty heavily wounded at this point. Okay. I'll get out of the way. <laughs> okay, if you do leave its attack radius, it does get an attack of opportunity on oh, you. Okay, so how is Juliana going to get in here? You can uh, move forward into uh, the space next to it, and that will allow Juliana to okay. move into the space that you go. had occupied. I'm next to it then. So we're surrounding this thing. Yep. <laughs> Why not? Let's let's do the old tried and true. Stand in a circle and take turns hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> Sooner or later. Yeah. Because frankly, I want to save my spell slots to heal us. Because Same. Mm. <laughs> so okay, let's try a warhammer hit. Okay, that's a twenty-one. Ooh. That'll hit. <laughs> uh, five bludgeoning damage. Okay, five half two. Ser bludgeoning shit. Somebody set this thing on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so that slashing, piercing, and bludgeoning that it is resistant to. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything you want to do with your bonus? Uh, actually, I am going to just, can I do an adjust around the, um, around the radius so I'm flanking? Sure, uh, you'll have to move at half speed through, uh, Elviva's space to do that. But you'll still have movement left, I think. Yeah, but you'll have enough movement to do it. Okay, then, yeah, I will. Excuse, can you just, just, just excuse me, pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> you now have advantage on attack rolls against this thing. 18 and 18. <laughs> okay, roll damage. Four piercing, because after, after the halving. Okay, still then, alive. Oh, nat 20. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll damage. Uh, that's, uh... Yeah, how do, how do you round down nine? Uh, yes. you round, well, you have and then round down. So in this case, uh, it would be round down to four, which yeah. is just enough to kill it. Bye-bye, <laughs> Octopod. Hey, did it ever occur to anybody that we didn't even check that, that thing was dangerous? <laughs> I mean, maybe just to kill an innocent creature. I, I doubt that, considering every sewer octopod I've ever known has been dangerous. <laughs> oh, you've had a lot of experience with octopods. As I said, the local noble happened to have one in, 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 their, in their bathroom. In the back, the Grick lets out a pitiful shriek and collapses to the ground. Twitches a couple of times before it dies. Aww. Okay, it's it's octopus is the singular. Octopode is the plural. Octopus the singular. <laughs> Octopode is the plural. I mean, you'd think it'd be octopi, but it's not. It's a different root word than cactus. Okay, I wonder why. Uh, common is weird. So, Jilliana, you notice that the passage on the other side of the uh, of the octopode burrow. Yeah. appears to be pretty close to where you came in. You recognize this area. How did we not run across this thing to begin with? Grack probably got rid of it. Yeah. You get the feeling that Grack was taking such a convoluted route because he knew how to avoid most of the dangers. 
Okay, well, this, I, I think we might actually almost be out of here. We got a couple of steps on either side of this corridor, right? Yeah, there's uh, two staircases up on either side of this passage here. This appears to be a maintenance corridor of some kind. Another maintenance corridor. So there's a lot of those. Anybody want to double back and look for treasure can uh, go to hell. <laughs> I'm out of here. Let's go. I need to get out of their clothes. They smell terrible. Coming, Juliana. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are taking the southern passage? Yeah, why not? Sure, it appears that way. All right. <laughs> are we going to regret this? <laughs> this does indeed let you guys out uh, near where you started, a uh, sewer entrance near the docks. Um, let's so, go back to the ship, I think. Where can we get a hot bath? <laughs> Uh, good question. Uh, if you want to look around the city, uh, roll an investigation check. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find a bathhouse somewhere. Want me to aid you on that? Yeah. yeah let's that let's all look for we... a bathhouse together. <laughs> yeah, Aiding. I think after that slimy creature, we could all use a bath. Same. All right. So roll with advantage then. Yes. Uh, thirteen. What am I rolling? Uh, it, it's Annie's uh, rolling. Annie's, Annie's the one who's rolling. She's taking the lead on this check. Okay. So uh, there's a couple of inns where you could theoretically get a bath. There aren't any bath houses per se, but um, you hear about a inn called the Stranded Galleon, but you get the feeling this might be kind of a hostel type situation. So there's no guarantee. There's actually like sanitary facilities there. The other possibility is a uh, is a inn called the Guiding Star. Uh, it's actually pretty close to the docks as well. Well, that sounds. Almost like it was meant for us. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a decent situation. Let's go that way. <laughs> so you guys uh, managed to find your way to the Guiding Star, and it's weird. In, in the midst of all this alien architecture and stuff that looks like it was sort of slapped together with, uh, with whatever they could find, the Guiding Star looks kind of like a grandma's cottage. It's like this well-kept red brick inn. Uh, We're going to find a Baba Yaga in here. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> some kid's going to get at. <laughs> and the inside, you can see that there's like couches and embroidered pillows and mismatched furniture all over the place. How many it's, doilies? It's pretty cozy. It's, there's a lot of doilies. Is there a Precious <laughs> Moments figurine or two? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> With one of those like dragon's face centaurs? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and there's one that's like, Going adventuring through the stars and just the precious moment figuring and they're holding a sword and doing that doofy precious moment smile. Oh, I hate that precious moment smile. <laughs> There's some <laughs> Boyd's bears in the corner. <laughs> Hello? So uh, behind the counter, uh, you see a tiefling woman with sort of purplish skin, long hair, uh, horns that curl around like a ram's, and she kind of just waves you over. Hi. Hi. Um, we need baths. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't. Oh, right. Uh, and Juliana just sort of slowly and solemnly removes the space fun helmet and switches off the light. No. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. Uh, the uh, the the woman behind the counter kind of looks you over and goes, "Well, um, are you hoping for accommodation for the night or just the baths?" Uh, just the, just well, the baths. We, yeah, I, just I, the I baths. could sure use I could sure use some sleep. It's been a long day. Oh sure, yeah, it is. It is. It's hard to tell what time of day it is uh, in space, but you're judging from I mean, your own internal clocks. You're coming up could, on the end of the day. We could simply go back to the ship for that. Yeah, I want to see how everybody's getting on if they're back on deck. I, I just the bath for me. Just the bath for me as well. Oh, all right. We'll just have a bath. Peer pressure. <laughs> On <right>. the pier. <laughs> uh, Annie, you take three psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> what, me and not cacophony? <laughs> She's the bard. I expect better from you. <laughs> have you met my husband? <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so <laughs> Callista looks you all over. You can tell this is not usually something people request, but she's like, mm, all right, that'll be four silver pieces each for use of the baths. All right. That'd be great. That sounds okay, good. So I pull out a, 
uh, I only have gold, so I'll cover one of you. <laughs> she pulls out her gold <laughs> coin and offers it. You see, you see the you see the innkeeper's eyebrows just shoot up to the point where they're almost touching her horns. I I don't have a lot of gold. Please don't see see that as a moment to ru- uh, today. This is I basically just don't have any silver on me. And she offers a gold <laughs> coin. <laughs> uh, don't, please don't please don't rob from me. I only carry hunskies. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you get two silver and change if you're covering two people. Yep. So who's paying for themselves, I guess, is the question. I guess I'm paying for myself. <laughs> That's cool. I'll cover it. I, I got it. I got myself. You guys uh, you guys go in, go in for two. <laughs> okay, so Annie, you hand over the four silver? Yeah. Okay, so mark that off. Um, so uh, the tiefling behind the bar, she kind of claps her hands, and you see uh, a couple of maids appear from nowhere, uh, and uh, she directs them to lead you guys down into the lower level, not the basement, the lower level. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is a basement. Which is a f- yeah. <laughs> mums, mums, mum, that's an inside joke between me and mum. Uh, <laughs> which is a fairly nice furnished space that appears to have been uh, converted into a bathing area, complete with like in-ground pools and like running water and all sorts oh, of fancy dang. stuff like oh, that this is nice this is one of the fanciest things i've ever seen <laughs> definitely fanciest thing i've ever seen i mean lived in the forest <laughs> not the fanciest thing i've ever seen but very yeah nice. rub it in of course not so wait where's the where does the hut where, where's where do they where do they boil the water to... likely beneath all this dear one of the maids just turns a turns a tap and like hot water just immediately comes out. Oh, that is so cool. <gasps> they can do that? <laughs> the maid just kind of looks at you and goes, it's 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 a big rock, the core is molten. We just you we use the and then she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> so can we take our baths? <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. okay, so you guys uh, bathe rather thoroughly. If you guys oh. want to have a bathhouse episode, that's fine. If you yes! don't, that's also fine. <laughs> I, I mean, one. we can all spend some time being like really preoccupied with each other's boobs. <laughs> In, like, I'm gonna, a that's going to be a hard no on that for me. <laughs> I was actually going to have a dramatic reveal here, if you guys don't mind. All right. <laughs> Cacophony looks over the baths for a moment, and then she turns to Juliana and Alviva, and she goes, "We have we have gotten close. Would you both say? I would say, uh, yeah, much closer than when we started yeah. this adventure. Yeah. Then I ask that you please do not talk about what you are about to see. <laughs> okay. Uh, are they actually smaller? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. And then she casually waves her hand over her face, and she shrinks visibly a few inches. Um, her hair becomes a standard brown. Uh, and she actually starts taking off like a, a bunch of makeup and things like that. She ends up looking like just kind of a generic elf, long ears, kind of a short, choppy brown hair that she kind of pulls up into like a neat bun. And she looks much more sedate this way. Juliana's mouth hangs open. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just sort of staring. My eyes are bugging out of my head here. Do you mean to say this is what you really look like? Wait, shh, shh. how many? No questions? I'm Jill when, when I'm in this form, by the way. Huh. Nope. But it is better if I if I clean if I if I clean myself up like this and um it just makes me feel a little bit better. Thank you. And she goes and she gets into her bath. <laughs> okay. Juliana just like looks at Aviva like we're not allowed to ask any questions, are we? <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> she also I I should note she takes off just like a lot of shit. Like <laughs> her ears are are slightly longer. One actually, she even pulls off like a prosthetic, and there's kind of like a a, a divot in it. Like maybe somebody stabbed her there once. Uh, her hair is just like completely boring and, and like put up in a thing. Um, she even actually has a more dramatic jawline as cacophony because she actually deals with some makeup there, taking off some putty or something like that. <laughs> How long does it take you to get ready? It takes her about fifteen minutes to get ready to get in this bath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God. I- and then she puts it all in a neat pile to the side, uh, gently folds everything, and then she climbs in. I have a whole lot of questions, but I also really want to respect your privacy, but also, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. 
Okay. I, I, you know, a bath and bed sounds really good right now, and then all of this can happen later. <laughs> and Juliana also just sort of like disrobes and settles in. And, oh my god, molten water is good. <laughs> How do you how do you both feel today, Wint? Oh, I, don't bother me. I'm just floating here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm really worried about that transmutation stone. That that was actually very worrying. I'm just not quite sure what we can do about it at this point. This, I assume that Grax's boat likely looks similar to other boats here, but perhaps his is, his more is in line with a penguin shape. So we could always keep our eyes out for that while we're here in the in the docks area. Uh, <sighs> other than that, however, I'm not certain how we could locate him or the transmutation stone. Or That's if there's the someone we should alert, frankly. I mean, we can probably let the captain know, and she might have some guidance, oh. but I just... I don't know. Also, like, if we admit to authorities that we know that Grax stole the stone, then we're also saying that we broke into a vault. Yes, that's, that's a worry, too. Yeah. At least if we tell the captain, she'll understand. Oh, he's a slippery little shit, isn't he? <laughs> Eh. And not just because he's water, he's water <laughs> aqua dynamic. <laughs> the good thing about that, at least, is I, I imagine Captain Bondar will uh, will know who to report it to and how to report it as well. Um, could even phrase it or coax it in words such as, huh, such as he approached us for the idea, though we didn't agree to it and tried to find proper authorities. Uh... I don't know. I I just I feel like we're kind of out of our depth if we're getting into politics. I agree. God, the... she just sort of like just sort of splashes a little God, <laughs> water. But the folks at the ch the folks at the Abbey are never going to believe this. She sinks down lower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys uh, finish up your baths. Yeah. And yeah. I, I promptly put everything back on, um, and then there's a swirl of glitter, and I'm cacophony again. <laughs> that was, like, the quietest, like, 45 minutes of my life. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many questions can we ask about that later? Um, ask about what, dear? Okay. <laughs> That'll do it. Okay. <laughs> So you guys are all bathed. Uh, what do you want to do next? I'm hungry. I kind of want to go take a nap. How about you two? I, I am <laughs> wicked out of spell slots. I don't know. I'm a toss up between I'm tired and I'm hungry. Yeah. Uh, we could grab some food and then head back to the ship. We never really got to finish finish our chowder. No, anything. we didn't. Also, I wasn't sure if I trusted the chowder, frankly. <laughs> Especially ever since Alviva noted that it was looking at us. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if there's any good street food. You can always rely on street food to be that weird mix of, uh... Oh, yeah, let's find uh, something fried and on a stick. Exactly! <laughs> it's always mildly terrifying, but at least you know it's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and she flounces out. Okay, uh, so if you guys are looking for street food, uh, that'll be an investigation check. Investigation. I think Cacophony's taking the lead on this one. Okay. But yeah. I will assist. I'll be assisted and have advantage. 21! I will All find right. the best street food. <laughs> so uh, you do manage to find uh, a row that appears to be devoted almost entirely to like food carts and stuff. Oh my Weirdly God. enough, it's around the corner from an alleyway that seems to contain a lot of religious shrines just all kind of crammed together. <laughs> hey! Hey! So uh, among the uh, fair on offer is uh, someone offering something called, quote, Ratsies. <laughs> which appears to be a rat on a stick and fried. Um, well, at least that's normal. <laughs> there uh, appear to be uh, some of the usual fare of like chicken and like beef and like wraps with a whole bunch of stuff in them. Uh, some sausages, although you don't know for sure what's in the sausages. And then like a couple of things that are like, they appear to be like some form of cephalopod, like squid or octopus or something, but with the stick just kind of jammed through and then the tentacles wrapped around. I'm gonna go get a a, wrap, a lettuce wrap filled with something. <laughs> yeah, do they have any vegetarian options? <laughs> yeah, the cephalopod sounds the most pescatarian, so I'm gonna go for that and also okay. taste sweet, sweet revenge. <laughs> <laughs> 
So all told, uh, like Alviva, you managed to find something that's just like a veggie kebab, basically. <laughs> yep. And uh, between all three of you, it's like one silver, five copper to cover all of the food. <laughs> it's not silver. expensive. Uh, I'm also going to take a stroll down the uh, down the alley with all the shrines. Okay. Is there space yelp? If by that you mean standing on a crate and yelping, then sure. <laughs> there might be a bulletin board. <laughs> Five stars. Okay. I love the lettuce wrap. So uh, as mentioned, this is a rather narrow, very crammed alley uh, into which there's shrines to a bunch of different deities. You count like at least two dozen and there's a lot you don't recognize. Is there any one in particular that you want to look for? Well, I mean, I think I'd like to check. I'd like to check on. Let me just sort of scan down the aisle and see if there's any other, like, I don't know, representation of anything that looked like that, uh, that summoning circle or God talking circle. Make a perception check. Sure. Uh, that's a 13. Okay. Looking down the alley, you don't see any iconography that matches what you saw in that communion circle. However, you do notice a familiar shrine to Ethla. That was going to be my second <laughs> That's a huge relief. Juliana sits down and, um, I don't know, puts in a few coins or what have you, rests her, rests her hammer on the, on the, uh, small altar and just sort of, um, says some praise, says some praise. What says some praise? <laughs> she does a uh, pray. <laughs> she has a pray and she, um, you know, it's been a rough couple of days. She's going to see if she can just feel any presence of 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 Ethla or her Deva or what have you. Make a make a wisdom check. Ooh, eight. Eight. Oh. Okay. The presence you're feeling is very, very weak. Almost like you're trying to hear a voice that's very, very far away. Uh, but you there is there is like that feeling there, even if there aren't any actual words, but that's all you can get is a, like a very faint presence. Hmm. That is alarming for Juliana. And uh, as you look up, you can see that there is a uh, a dwarven woman sort of tending the shrine. She's got a face like an old apple, so kind of shrunken in on itself. And she's very cheerfully just like cleaning stuff and moving stuff around so that it looks neater. And then moving it again because she didn't like the way she moved it. And she kind of glances at you every once in a while. But she's very obviously very content to let you just do your thing. Um... She's never not been there. Are you saying this out loud? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the dwarven woman turns to you and goes, Oh, hello, dear. Hello. Hi. 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 Um, how are you? I'm doing quite well today. How are you? Uh, and she sort of like slowly, while she's doing that, she just sort of looks at the, at the shrine. Um. Oh, are you a groundling, dear? Uh, I, I'm sorry. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you from? Are you from a world? Are you not? Are you new to? Are you new to wild space? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess. Ah, that explains it. That explains it. It's it's different out here. What? It's a little different. Um, they can't hear us quite as well this far out. They and what? They can't hear us that well when we're when we're this far out what, what i i they what well you see if the it's the crystal spheres you see they uh they tend to block the the their their whatever they is they used to see i guess and near the near the edge near the edge of a sphere it's kind of hard for them to hear us and if you if you cross over if you go into another one in the there aren't any temples or any any real worship to that god there. They they can't hear you at all. Uh, how that that can't be right. That's that's not that's not. It's fine, dear. This is all normal. This is a it's an adjustment period. This is normal. Uh, yeah. Oh God, I I don't like this. It's fine, dear. It's a, like I said. It's an adjustment. How do I adjust? How do I fix this? How do how do I make this stop now? Uh. You, you you don't you you either you 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 live with it or you go home. Oh. oh. Okay. 
Okay, um... She kind of pats you on the shoulder. Thank you. Um, you've been very kind, but... And she sort of gets her hammer and just sort of starts numbing out. I... I should go now. Thank you. Good night. Good night, dear. Uh, and Juliana basically just sort of stumbles out of the alley and makes a beeline right towards the ship because she okay. really needs something familiar right now. Yeah. Um, Elviva and Cacophony, you see you see Juliana just booking it for the ship. I imagine we're just standing near each other eating our food and going, um, this is actually really quite good. If I could tell people about this on, on a way that everybody could understand, I would do it automatically. I'd, I'd give it five out of five stars, in fact. Um. Oh, that's Juliana. I wonder why she's moving so quickly. Um. Juliana. Juliana. Are you okay? She's gone. No, she's gone. Uh, that's, I, I assume we should run after her, dear. <laughs> what if this is someone faking to be Juliana so they can smother us? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've given cacophony a phobia. <laughs> ah, fear is the fear is the texture. <laughs> that extra spice. She begins moving after the cleric. <laughs> she shovels the rest. Somehow, very attractively, shovels the rest of, of her wrap in her mouth. Ew. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Cacophony basically deep throats the wrap and runs after Juliana. <laughs> but sexily so. Uh, okay, I brush my hand. I'm finished eating. I wipe my hands down my trousers there and I run after them. <gasps> What's going on? Cacophony reaches over. <laughs> she she makes a gesture and says something and gently taps Alviva's pants so they're clean now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Jilliana, I'm assuming you do not stop until you hit the ship. No, not at all. Okay. What's the matter? She just she pretty much just heads like right to the cabin that was on that was that was basically designated her room. Okay. I think she needs some uh, alone time. All right. I, 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 I could go for that. Let's go have a nap. <laughs> I'm going to go find the captain. You do that. I will. Okay, uh, Cacophony, you're looking for the captain? Yes. Okay, so uh, looking around the ship, she does not appear to be here. However, as you return to the top deck, you see her and Mr. Hurst returning to the ship. She waves at them. Oh, you're still here. That's That's good. I, I mean, we, we did go out and we got some food and then we got into a bit of trouble and then we got some more food and, and took a bath and now we're here. What kind of trouble? That's what I was coming to find you about. Oh, okay. We met a small bird person, a, a Drogar, a Dongar, something oh, like that. Oh god, you met a Doar, didn't you? Yes, that one! <laughs> and um, he said that he was finding a rock for the love of his life so that he could get married. Uh-huh. And could we help him? And so we decided uh-huh. to help him and we went into some uh-huh. sewers. And uh-huh. he said that the sewer was owned by some sort of mob or something. Oh and- god. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went into the sewer and we ended up getting, it was like a transmutation stone and also a rug tried to kill me. That was very dramatic. Uh-huh. And it was a transmutation stone and we also got this ridiculous helmet. You'll see it on Juliana later. But as we were standing there, he suddenly admitted that this was actually for his god and it was a transmutation stone that could awaken the dead. And then in a puff of smoke, he disappeared. Well, that's just great. Yes. Did he say who the vault belonged to? Um, I don't think he did. He might have, but I immediately forgot it. It probably wasn't a pretty name. Did he say it was the Cinders? I don't think so. Is that is there a role I could make to see if he did if if Crack uh, did say anything? Uh, I don't actually remember if he mentioned I, it. <laughs> I don't think he did, from my memory. Okay, but I only re-listened to it once. I think. Okay. All right. Well, I feel like. If it were the cinders, he would have mentioned it, or maybe not. I don't know. It's possible. Did anyone see you? Uh, no, just some slimes that we murdered, and then an octopus. 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 <laughs> octopus. <laughs> octopus. That is the singular. <laughs> We've learned something today. Okay. Uh, I think you're fine. You should probably tread a little more carefully from now on. Keep an eye out for anyone who. I don't know, might want to murder you. What? 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 Uh, Back up. What? (laughs) You're in your room. 
<laughs> Alviva's head immediately pops up through one of the hatches on the on the deck. I heard something about want to kill us. Hello. <laughs> I mean, if we, if we pissed if 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 we angered one of the mob members, then yes, I imagine they would. Okay, so we're gonna put a rush on all of our repairs and crew hiring, and we're gonna get out of here as fast as possible. I just wondered if there was somebody we could talk to about this sort of thing. No. Okay. <laughs> Well, that is why we brought it to you, Captain. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> On the side note, there is this place where there's like, a, there's like a food truck alley and the wraps there are divine. I totally recommend them, Mr. Hurst. <laughs> Mr. Hurst is like, oh, I have to check that out. <laughs> also, Juliana got very upset by something and we're not quite sure what. And she rushed into a room and is not answering our calls. The captain just kind of goes. <sighs> and that was after she, she went to like, the Ethla Alley where all the religious things are. <laughs> oh. Oh, I I I think I know what happened. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> she turns she turns to Mr. Hurst and says, This is a captain thing, isn't it? Mr. Hurst is like, Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Alright. I'll go talk to her. <laughs> she disappears below decks. <laughs> Mr. Hurst! <laughs> yeah. Do you want to play cards? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jilliana, before long, you hear a knock on your cabin door. I'm not really in the mood. Well, neither am I, but apparently we got to talk. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. She opens the door. Okay. The captain walks she in. She looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? Uh, not really what happened to me. Um, you went, you went to Shrine Row, didn't you? I guess. You, you, you tried to, you tried to talk to someone you couldn't hear, didn't you? Yeah. Then she just sort of sits down on the bunk. Yeah, yeah. The captain told me about that the first time he came out here. Why, why is it like this? Nobody really knows. The captain had a theory. He said that... Faith wasn't for stuff that you knew was actually true. Faith was for stuff where you couldn't be sure it was true. I don't really know what he meant by that, but maybe maybe it's maybe it's their way of testing us. But I just <laughs> it's she's always been there. I <laughs> it's kind of she just kind of gestures to like her hair and everything. It's it's kind of thing um and i i i really don't like this i i don't know i how do people do this like there I, there are other clerics out here right i mean ha, what the hell i don't like the captain managed to the captain was a, a holy man or at least most of us figured he was we all, he, he seemed to, he seemed to be doing okay. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's just something you get used to. <sighs> maybe it's better. I don't know. Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe you're, maybe you're not supposed to have someone looking over your shoulder your whole life. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's like... It's like being on a tightrope, and you may not be the best tightrope walker, but there's always a net down there, and you know that there's that there's always a net, and it's and it's okay, and it's always going to be okay. And I now it's like a spider web, and you could just break through it any time. And you really hate spiders, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. No, it's a. Uh, it's a really bad, it's a really just shit metaphor, isn't it? Well, I'll tell you what. We're putting a rush on our departure because apparently uh, you guys broke into a vault. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you told you about that, huh? Yeah. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get that handled as quick as possible. So that, There's some so stuff that's I like need to take care of around here with regards super, to... Super bad news, huh? The vault. Yeah. Stuff, stuff I need to take care of real quick before we leave, like captain stuff. Yeah. And if you want, we'll take you back home and you can, you can go back to having that net. 
and you can never think about it again in your life. But I get the feeling if you do that, you're never going to find it in you to come back out here. And I'm going to be honest with you. You'll be missing out. It is terrible and horrifying and frightening and vast and all sorts of things out here. And it's wonderful. And there's nothing else like it. I'll, I'll give it some thought. Okay. You do that. Get some rest. Sleep on it. Uh, yeah. Try not to keep anybody else up with the crying. The wall's really thin around here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not at all good with the captain stuff. I'm going to go now. <laughs> uh, you know, Cap, you might be better than you think. Thanks. Okay, I'm gonna go. And she leaves. <laughs> okay. Let me out of here. <laughs> Ew, feelings. I think I'm gonna cry. Yuck. <laughs> It'll teach me to eavesdrop. Jam Jammer is performed by Kit Walker, Annie Creighton, Mackenzie Weaver, and Vicki Sharon, and edited by Jake Mason. Our character art was concepted and illustrated by Rio, who can be found at vriosart.tumblr.com. Our cover art was illustrated by Canary Witch, who can be found at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music was composed by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. You can find us on Tumblr at crookedrussiancam.tumblr.com and on Twitter at gemjamcast. If you enjoy Jam Jammer and want to support both this show and other projects, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash thegemjam. Low initiative, low initiative, low initiative. Why low? <laughs> I don't want to be on the front again. <laughs> you have the most hit points. <laughs> <laughs>